fellow adventurers. Welcome to a Nat One Life podcast series called Homebrew Heals. Here, my sister Amanda and I will talk about our different journeys we have taken or are still on to resolve our medical issues. From gut issues to skin issues, we have experienced a lot in our 30 years. We do not have any medical backgrounds, but feel we have rolled high enough in our investigation and health checks and want to share our experiences with you. So come along this journey with us and see what we discover together. Journey with us and start to guide your way through this net one night. Hey, Sarah. Mm-hmm. According to Dr. Frank Lipman, okay. 70% of our serotonin is made in our gut. And so what's going on in our gut is going to affect our mood. So anxiety, depression, and focus. Dang, 70%. That fact still blows my mind. Well, it's really interesting to me because we've done a lot of research from our other podcasts on um, the gut microbiome, microbiota, Mm -hmm. like all of this stuff. And not once in my reading for the 30 plus episodes that we've recorded did I realize that serotonin was actually made like in the gut, like a, a majority of the serotonin is made yeah. in your gut. And I'm like, how have we been researching this for so long? And this is the first time that I typed in the right words to research that that came up. Mm-hmm. Right. I am surprised as well that it's not discussed or talked about more but I also think it's because I found that this whole like gut brain axis was only like determined or thought of back in 2004. Yeah, it's really new. Like, yeah, this is kind of cutting edge science that they're doing. Like one of those things where every day they're probably going in and discovering something new. Mm-hmm. Like. That's essentially exciting. It is. Um, And so one of the things that Sarah and I wanted to talk about was, is there a link between these gut health issues and our microbiome within our gut and our mental health? And (laughs) wow, is there a link? 100%. (laughs) Like, how do we not have more government oversight and or thought about food? Well, and I one of my articles from I think it was either 2016 or 2017, they said that this like back in 2004, but even ever since then, the whole study of this, it's still small in numbers and like far between few and far between, essentially. And I'm just like, why? Like, this is so like. I don't know, like so perfect because it's having to do with food, which humans can essentially control to a certain extent, like farming and whatnot. And then have it positively affect our mental health. Like, why aren't more researchers looking into this? Because if they research it and the answer is food, how are they going to make money off of that? (sighs) That's depressing. Yeah. And here we go. Money getting in the way again. Right. Because the world was built on blood and genocide. 
and exploitation. <laughs> not sharing of information or right, sharing of wealth or knowledge or helping one another like out. That. No, no. Screw that. It's crazy, crazy oh liberals gosh. talking on this podcast. Um, <laughs> so, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, so the that is called the what, or I should say, what they're coining the term to be is the gut brain axis, mm-hmm. and that th- is literally a direct link between your gut and your brain. And it is all having to do with the microbiome of your body or the microbiota more specifically within your large intestine. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So I went a path of research that led me down a weird spot, but basically I went down a path of like, why aren't people researching this more? Oh, And I found an article that talked (laughs) about a company that is doing the research and how they actually think that it would be profitable. Um, But basically explaining to other scientists and other doctors that, Hey, you can make money off of this, which I thought was really fucking wrong, but also the article had a lot of great information in it. Okay. About why they could make money off of it. Um, And then also because of the explanations as to how and why some understanding into what's happening into our, Sure. Yeah. Guts and the mental health um, crossover. But this one company, it's called Holo Biome or Hollow Biome, is an eight person company. <laughs> Literally eight people. Um, they started a couple of years ago, and the article that I read was actually from last year. So okay. 2020, May of 2020. So about a year ago. Um, and they started researching human stool samples. Mm-hmm. Because they were trying to find out new, f- trying to develop some new brain drugs to help with uh, mental health. And um, they found some staggering connections between the gut microbiome and um, changing your microbiome and the way it imp- impacts autism, Alzheimer's, like all of these severe mental yes. health issues not only just depression I shouldn't say just depression that's a terrible way to phrase it but not just not only depression and anxiety but also some of these um mental health disorders or conditions that were like people die or live a quality of life that is so crappy right so with anxiety and depression we we say that as if like it was a little bit more of a I guess obvious because when we say mental health a lot of times people hear mental health and they immediately only think about like anxiety or depression or they go down the line of like mental health disorders more specifically so when we're talking about like your gut and your organisms and bacteria good and bad within your gut connected to your mental health we don't mean like it's minimal like Mm -hmm. we're not trying to say that oh yeah i'll help you out a little bit it might make you like you eat something good for you and you get a little bit happier that day no amanda is stressing that it is a huge connection it is a large enough link that serious mental health conditions or 
is disorders appropriate to use mental health disorders Mm -hmm. they are affected purely by your microbiota in your gut Mm -hmm. yeah and so what was motivating this company um kind of like what Sarah was saying was there had been a there's been a lack of development for decades in the drugs that we have for mental health disorders and conditions um they've basically been the same and almost all of them come with unwanted side effects that lead you mm-hmm. to being on another medication this company hollow biome they found out that and were able to determine that um some of your our gut microbes directly impact these specific mental health conditions and they call them uh they call it your psychobiome or Mm. your or psychobiotics and it's the connection between these specific gut biomes with your brain Mm -hmm. and how it impacts your brain um and so this article gave some 20-year history of microbes living inside our body and what we know about them. And it talked about how the gut microbiome um, weighs about two kilograms more than the human brain and may have just as much influence or more over our bodies than our brain. Oh, that's interesting right there. Mm-hmm. Um, thousands of species of microbes live in the gut, which we know about already, um, not just bacteria, but viruses, fungi, um, yep. archaea. Sarah and I talked about this in our um, Luther Booty podcast. Um, so feel free to go listen to that um, just under Homebrew Heels because that'll give you kind of more information about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was crazy to me is that these microbes have 20 million genes among them we only have two twenty thousand genes as Mm -hmm. in our body so the gut bacteria is actually processing things in ways that our body can't process them and converting them into things that we can process and so so oh, sorry, and, go ahead. no, just to clarify, so the microbiomes in our gut, you're stating, are what's essentially breaking down the foods that we eat. So that way our bowels can move them forward and process them. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So um, one of the examples that it gave was mm-hmm. that a lot of people that have IBS are also depressed. Now I read that and I'm like, well, yeah, you have chronic pain. You're <laughs> shitting all the time. You have like, IBS. <laughs> right. Who else wouldn't be depressed? But then I right. start talking about, well, people that have autism tend to have digestive problems. People that have Parkinson's usually are constipated. And so they started to go down, the, the researchers started to go down these connections and so they did some experiments and there was an increase in people uh, in depression that were people were taking antibiotics Mm -hmm. but not an increase in depression for people that were taking antivirals or antifungal medications because the gut bacteria was not harmed by those two medications the gut bacteria was directly harmed by the antibiotics yeah i 
And the studies that I was finding uh, where they were looking into the gut microbiome, and, or I should say the brain and gut axis, when it comes to, they have initially started out with anxiety and depression and what have mm-hmm. you. But just as you're saying, they found that they expanded that to include other um, like ADHD and autism and whatnot. And they they found that just simply providing certain like specific microbiomes and like probiotics and whatnot had such a deep impact compared to the pills and medication that they were given before. Wow. Wow. It's it's just, there's so much science and it's just additional proof that we don't impact. We don't study enough of the impacts of the things that are going into our body on our brains, mm -hmm. like, and not just like physically on our brains, but like mentally. Right. Right. So it's a huge thing because ultimately if we can start, so it's difficult because there's a lot of microbiomes and, or microbiotas in our gut, like we just said, and they all, they're different. They do different things or they react differently and there's good ones and there's bad ones. Mm-hmm. And so I pretty, in my mind, that is why this seems to be taking so long is because not only do we have like minimal effort, it seems like, from these articles it's very small research being done but they have to look into like which microbiotas are causing which effects and if there's so many of them it's going to take time and for me that is freaking frustrating yeah it is just come on like like come on more people right (laughs) we all have guts we're all digesting food why isn't this more of a priority um and i have a great like illustration from this hollow biome um lab that's trying to encourage more people to do this and again they talk a lot about the financial impact like the finance the money to be made but i think it's because they're they're literally eight people and they're They're trying to get big guys to come in and dump some money to push the research forward yeah but whatever so to illustrate sarah's point One of the studies that they did was they are trying to isolate all of these different microbes, right? And they isolated one. They isolated a bacteria in our gut that couldn't survive on a typical cultural media. Okay, so Sarah and I kind of understand this because our friend Justin is a chemist and he's kind Mm -hmm. of explained it. But when you go to look under a microscope at something, sometimes there's an incubation period and you have to put it in a certain solution to allow it to grow. Mm -hmm. So if you want to look at bacteria, you're not going to put it in a dry, cold plate because it would die. You're going to put it in a warm, moist, you're welcome, Sarah, environment (laughs) because that's where the bacteria is going to flourish. There's a whole bunch of other scientific shit. Sarah and I are not doctors. We don't know all the specifics, but. We know enough that they put this on a cultural, a culture plate because mm-hmm. they're trying to get a bacterial culture. They're trying to get the bacteria to grow so they can study it. Mm-hmm. This specific bacteria that they pulled out would not grow on a standard culture plate. They had to add an amino acid called GABA or gamma amino butyric acid. Nice. 
which GABA is something that we know, like you can go do some research on that. We know what's good for our brains, et cetera. Mm-hmm. They had to add it in order to get the bacteria to thrive. So GABA is a neurotransmitter and it, it inhibits neural activity in the brain. And its misregulation has been linked directly to depression and other mental health problems. So these researchers reasoned that if this gut microbe is living inside us, it has to have access to the GABA, that amino acid, in order order to survive, which means that there's some other microbe in our gut that is producing GABA. Because it's there. Because it's there. Yep. So I was like, oh, my God. So then they researched further, and GABA is too big to reach the brain by slipping across the blood-brain barrier. There's a cellular defense wall that limits the size and types of molecules that can get into the brain. Awesome. Bodies are cool. Which means that there must be an additional uh, microbe that is breaking it down small enough some way to pass it through this barrier people our bodies they're working together they know what they're doing yeah (laughs) so this this company is like you please help us research this like do you not understand how big of a breakthrough this could be if we could help people by identifying these microbiome or these gut microbes that directly trigger Parkinson's um, that directly impact the quality of life that some of these, you know, it might not be a a solution or a cure or whatever, but quality of life. Um, That's what I was about to say, too. Like, this isn't we're not talking like such a major breakthrough where we're hoping for a cure. It's more of like this is a breakthrough to give those people a break. Like they have been suffering and this is a way to ease that suffering or to at least if they're not necessarily suffering to like the point of uh, even more health issues, but it's one of those things where they can't live a normal standard average life. Right. right? I don't want to say normal because that's not something that, uh, right. Yeah, exactly. You can't define it, but for them to to do what the average person can do or to at least help them get closer to it, like that's the breakthrough. Right. Or, you know, I think about project management, right? And what you're looking for in terms of success in project management isn't always an end goal, but it's just a an indicator of potential improvement. So mm-hmm. maybe you go from having four bad days a week to three bad days a week. That can make a huge impact on somebody's life over the long run. Yes. Yeah. And and it also gives hope, you know, that things will continue. And I look at technology and computers, and if we had put half of the power, the brain power, all of that into that we do into improving our fucking data mining and video cards for our video game playing and all of that shit that we could put that kind of mental power into researching what's happening inside our bodies. Yeah. Imagine where we would be. So I I think it's funny that you say that slightly unrelated, but if you look into the reasons as to why we have not gone back to the moon 
which I know there's controversy about if we've ever been to the moon, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. I personally, right, I personally believe that we have. However, if you look into the reasons why, the main biggest reason, people, is because of greed. Yeah. It's all about money. That's the only reason. Like, that's what it comes down to, is money. We should explore our oceans before we explore space. That's that just what I think. That too. You know. But, but again, it comes down, like, money with the, oh, yeah, the money thing. Like, yes, technology, we can't survive the pressure. I bet you anything, if people were given enough money, apparently, mm-hmm. they would figure that crap out. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Bezos is already trying to colonize Mars or whatever, right? Him and Elon Musk, they're Elon like, Musk, oh, yeah. Jeff Bezos, too, now. He, I he didn't said, realize and that. there's there's a <laughs> yeah, and there's a petition on Reddit that you can sign that says we won't allow him re-entry to Earth. Oh my yourself. gosh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. Uh, um, yes, yeah. So I think that my call to action for this specific podcast and something that I want to do myself is, if you're a person that donates to causes. Find one about researching gut microbiome. Yes. Because absolutely. the impact it would have not only to mental health, but to other health issues. Shameless plug, go listen to Homebrew Heels, Luca Booty, <laughs> all about that. Um, but the other impacts that it would have to the rest of our physical health would be amazing as well. It really would. I this I am so happy we found out about the brain gut access and the impacts that what we eat consume and put into our bodies can truly have an impact on our mental health like you hear it where it's like oh you eat fast food of course you're not going to feel good or like have great mental health it's more than that like it's it's amazing i love it i love it (laughs) right awesome Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Pursuing Your Patronus and that it made you think a little bit about mental health and pursuing your own happiness and finding your ultimate Patronus. Make sure to stick with us here and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all those social media sites. And if you're enjoying your Pursuing Your Patronus podcast with us, you may also want to think about checking out our Loot the Booty series and also where we nerd out on YouTube. Expecto Patronum! Nice. <laughs>